Meanwhile, at the White House. Tick-tock, damn you, get off my lawn. Damn kids. masculinity and wiping their ass with politically correct wash rags. Two douchebags in a microphone invade your ear holes in three, two, one. Two monkey fuckers and a toaster will be right back. All right, two douchebags and a microphone. Mark. I'm Topher. All right, we are back at the city market and uh, we are doing um, um, what we believe is a good cause. I mean, we, uh, we're reading up statistics the other day on um, the, um, uh, what would you call it, the prejudice or the... Uh, um, intolerance, intolerance, lack of acceptance. Yeah, of men in booty shorts. Yeah. So Topher and I are both in booty shorts, and we're doing this program ass up to prove the booty shorts can look good on men. Yeah, yeah. And it's not exactly warm here either. So. No, no. <laughs> I, and I have to admit, I mean, I did put a little blush underneath my ass cheeks to make mm. it look a little better. Yeah. So I hope I didn't stage you up by having a little bit of color mm. on my that's, ass. That's fine. That's Instead fine. of it being pretty much see-through. Yeah. Yeah, because I am seasonal. Mm. I am that's seasonal. That's true. You yeah. are. Yes. Well, so. i got to make sure my hemorrhoid doesn't hang out the side here. So if I'm shifting in my seat, I'm oh. trying to tuck that thing back in. Oh, I've got a, I've got an old RC bottle that I do that with. I just like, <laughs> goes in there. Works great. <laughs> so, All right. uh, hope, anyhow, hope y'all weren't eating it while we were introducing this. So. I hope you were. Oh yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, raising, uh, trying to raise uh, acceptance for men wearing booty booty shorts. Yes. Um, and that kind of you know that's interesting because it kind of ties in with uh, something I saw the other day for the first time is uh, a cosmetics commercial that had young men. In amongst the young women as users of the cosmetics, mm-hmm. you know how they have you know different different models will flash on the screen for like a third of a second, and at least twice it was young men. <coughs> yep. And you know no implication of, of sexual orientation or or uh, gender identity. It was just you know he looked like a young outwardly like a young man, and apparently that was his choice because you know that was his makeup look. So I feel safe and not offending anybody in their tiny fists by saying it was a young man. <laughs> but uh, that's the first time I've actually seen a mainstream cosmetics company in their commercial, including young men. So I, I thought, well, this is pretty cool because, there, as you said, there's an enormous market for it. Um, the, the young men and, and whatever other age men who want to wear cosmetics have to shop for women's cosmetics or stage makeup kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So why not market cosmetics directly to men? It's, it's really not that different from cologne or uh, uh, like skin creams well, like or I was hair dye. Or, we, uh, we discussed this topic on the way down here because yeah. Topher's idea came to his head and it's a very good idea because I really, this subject I find pretty interesting on a lot of different levels but i mean a lot of people of certain age would know this but there was this uh um, detective lawyer show on for many years called perry mason yeah that was the famous one where he never lost a case yes. except once one time one time as a gimmick yeah, the, yeah but he would always win his case yeah and it was always against mr burger was it I don't know. I I usually didn't watch Perry Mason. Berger was the prosecuting attorney, I think, or something. Oh yeah, because he was uh, Irons, not Ironsides, but Perry Mason. He was, was Ironside. Uh, that was right. Uh, same Raymond guy, Burr. different show. Yeah, but he was yeah he was a defense attorney, mm-hmm. and he would usually get his client off by making it clear that somebody else had done the crime. So he's, yes, yeah, yeah. Anyway, 
So, yeah, you were saying about that show. Okay. Um, he wore eyeliner. The actor. Yeah, yeah the actor. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, it really brought him out whenever he would make a point. It made him um, a certain amount of stage presence. Yeah, his eyes got very dramatic at those moments. Yes. Yeah. He was really well at a facial mm-hmm. or um, acting, uh, you know, physical acting, not just his uh, dialect. Yeah. But a big part of that was eyeliner. Yeah. It didn't make him look feminine. No. Nothing. No. It just made him look more believable. And it's interesting. A lot of a lot of what people would object to is intent. Because we will look at actors and actresses or the people reading the news to us, and they've got, they've got makeup on. Yeah. And the intent is so they look a certain way on screen. Mm-hmm. So the intent is different than, say... A twenty-four-year-old man who goes and puts on what most people would be considered um, feminine or feminine style of makeup. Yeah, the intent is different. So that's where people get bent. Is well, this makeup on a man is okay, but that makeup on a man is not okay. Now, if you're fractioning it out like that, then mm-hmm. I guess you're kind of an idiot anymore. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, think of all these Trumpers. Trump put tons of makeup on every time before he gets on the front mm-hmm. of the camera. So you're already okay with a man wearing makeup if you support Donald oh. Trump. It's okay. just get over other men wearing makeup for other reasons. What's and, the big deal? Yeah, and then another thing is this right here. They also do things what they call outlines, mm-hmm. and that's where they draw an outline around the people to bring them, like blush does on people. Uh-huh. A blush is an outline for your cheekbones. Yeah. <coughs> okay. And I use eyeliner to make yeah. you know define the and they point also where your eye meets your skin. Draw an outline on the people to follow the people to make them more prominent. Um, in the whole background scheme. Right, so let's they say kind of pop out of their surroundings a little yeah, bit. Yeah, there's like three news people there, and they yeah. got their laptops, and they're talking, and <clears throat> yeah, this, this, and this. So if you're looking at it without an outline on, because I've seen this before, I've seen some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, uh-huh. I think we probably all have, whether on TV or whatever, but the deal is this right here. If they don't have that outline on, mm-hmm. it doesn't look as believable. Yeah, yeah, it looks fake. It doesn't look like they're really there. Uh-huh. You put that outline on, it's like, oh, they're there. Look at it. It's more 3D, I guess. Yeah, yeah. They tend to look like a flat cardboard cutout without it. Mm-hmm. But it gives definition and depth to them, and it makes it look more the way people look when you're looking at them in real life. Mm-hmm. You know, here I'm looking at you directly, you know, across the table. Yeah. And no one is painting in a, an outline around you, but my eyes are kind of doing that in the way I focus. Exactly. Or the yes. way my brain is interpreting it. Mm-hmm. So that's not necessarily, you know, evil fakery. It's just trying to make a more realistic and believable appearance um but the makeup i don't know a lot of times that makeup is they say well it's to counteract the heavy lights you know these lights you know will bleach you out and but sometimes the makeup is to make them look younger or more tan or you're or all the above more fit or yeah and that's where it gets to be <coughs> well let's face it if as, someone's um what did you say? Camouflage, I guess, is a good camouflage term. Camouflage would be a good term. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. And not that there's anything wrong with that. If people want to do that, you know, sure. More power to you. No, I don't no. care. I thought it would be kind of interesting. Um, the, the cosmetics companies, I'm sure, would love to get society to the point where everybody, regardless of gender or sexual identity, wore makeup. Because, you know, they'd sell more. They'd, they'd love that. But how interesting would that be? where a young man and a young woman would go out on a date and the woman who's used to being the pretty one looks at her young man and says, ooh, he's prettier than I am. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's where it's going to start faltering. Yeah. And then it's going to be like where like women are like, uh, I'm not going to go out with a guy that like looks better than me. But I you think know, it's going to end up happening like that. They're going to go, nah, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Well, if, if there develops some splinter group of... Uh, of women who feel that it's unfair for men to wear makeup, mm-hmm. no cosmetics company is going to support them. No, because I agree. there's no money in that. I agree. So it's one of those things that if, if people don't like it, 
for whatever reason, I think you're just going to have to get used to it because the tide of money to be made is pretty much going to wash everything away. Yeah. So, I don't know. But for some people, I'm sure it's 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 fun or gives meaning to their life to hate on something or rally against something or, you know, I've got to have some shorts. And- yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's true. And uh, anyhow, well, like I said, we're still here in our booty shorts. Some people ran off screaming. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. Don't be ashamed of who you are. That's your parents' job. One group of people went by, and I could hear one of them shushing somebody because they saw, you know, the microphone and the laptop and stuff. So I, I think we should get a sign and, and make put noise. It, up. it said, "Yeah, podcast in progress. Please make noise." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the whole idea why we're here is not so we can have you know a clean, controlled background. No, we could go do it we at the Dawkins the Cheap or the No Filter Studio <laughs> yeah. and make it sound a lot better, but we yeah. don't. So we're never going to shush anybody that wanders no, by. No, no, that's what we want. <laughs> when you start throwing bodily fluids, that yeah, becomes a, a yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's why our banner is in the shop. It got dissolved a little bit. Somebody threw something disgusting on it, but yeah, yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure it was piss, but yeah. You know, just just you know, just you know, devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. It could have been a yellow substance that smelled just like piss. Like Mountain Dew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have been, been Mountain Dew. Yeah, yeah. could have been Mountain Dew. So. Oh, I saw a video of them. This would be very quick. I saw a video that was very disturbing. This is something that somebody apparently starting to try to start as a new trend or challenge, a video challenge. Oh, no. You know, like you've had the Tide Pod and the challenge and the Ice Bucket challenge and the Piss Your Pants challenge and stuff. This is, you find a random bag of garbage. Mm -hmm. Have someone hold it up and clip the bottom corner and drink. you drink the garbage juice as it runs out. Ugh! And video yourself doing that. Wow, that's people who don't have enough to do in their lives, you know? <laughs> well, all I got to say is this, is okay, go any public place that's going to be full of people, walk mm-hmm. around, and you'll understand why people do that. Well, maybe not understand. You'll believe it more. You'll kind of, yeah, you'll kind of get get it. Yeah, yeah. People are desperate like, to uh, get noticed. We're about 20 generations deep. I, 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 me, me, me. Mm-hmm. That's what you get. Yep. Yep. Then you know, it's like the people who were licking doorknobs during the height of COVID as a challenge. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a number of them died I, of COVID. A number yeah. of them got sick. And yeah. so it's... Which was fine because, yeah. like, I, like I was saying earlier uh, to some other people, those were the people that were mm-hmm. got eaten by lions in the jungle. <laughs> yeah. They were the slow natives. Yeah. They were the ones that, like, weren't smart enough to get up in a tree. They're mm-hmm. kind of like, hey, look at that. Gone. You know, we were already in the tree. Yeah. Well, they were sitting there looking at it going, man, that's a pretty lion. And, you know, I think the reason that we're kind of hardwired to look and rubberneck and watch is so we learn. And we see, you know, hey, look, this person did something really stupid. Wow, so, look yeah, at the price they're don't paying. Don't do it. Yeah. yeah. We, we can't look away from the dumpster fire because that reinforces how smart we were to not do what they did. We just ran people off and didn't even mean <laughs> The guy looked over to you, let's go down here and eat. I didn't even drop the F-bomb or anything. No. Anyway. I think they're being considerate. Everybody, today's considerate day. What the hell? Well, we are wearing booty shorts. Well, yeah. Oh, that's what scared yeah. them off. Yeah. And yeah. my nipples have gotten very hard. So. Yeah. Well, I... Lefty accidentally got out a little bit. So oh, that could have been that showing a little some, brain, huh? Yeah, showing a little brain, and mm, that could have right. done it, you know. So, um, have you heard about the new El Salvador president? Oh, um, well, he's kind of new. Yeah, uh, nothing much. I, mean, okay. I know he's got uh, some radical, bold new ideas. Yes, he does, and they seem to be working. Cool. I mean, <laughs> What's he I, doing? I'll go through some of this. Okay, since 2019, El Salvador has had a new young president. His name mm-hmm. is Naib Bukele Ortez. Okay. So, he is the 43rd president of the country. Naib is only 41 years old. So, he got in with Nike. He's 39. Wow. Imagine if we elected young, younger people. To I'm sorry. You know, back in the day, I understand that they needed all this experience. Nowadays, things are so hyper. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we have these kid geniuses and stuff. We need I think somebody more in touch. 35, I think, is a better yeah. answer. That's the minimum currently. I think yeah, that should 40, be more about what we aim for. Is I think... 35 is the minimum age. 
I think it should be it should be thirty should be minimum and sixty maximum. Yeah, yeah. But yep. then you get cries of ageism. Yeah, fuck them. Oh, well. anyway, so anyhow, back to your story. Uh, if you have any questions, I'll look at current Dum Dum and listen to anything that he has to say, <laughs> and you'll you'll understand exactly what we're fucking talking about. Yeah. And I don't care if he has an R or a D in front of him. The guy's fucking losing it. He doesn't have much to work with. Well, you know, the Vatican learned their lesson by electing popes who had one foot in the grave already. Mm-hmm. Uh, the former Soviet Union learned their lesson when they were electing, you know, chairman of the Communist Party, which is basically their leader, mm-hmm. and they die within six months. Uh-huh. Um, of course, some of that was because they're old. Some of that was because they were uh, murdered. They were murdered, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so, you know, people you learned their get, lesson. If you really want to get technical or uh, actually yeah. factual. Yeah, um, but... Well, it, it falls into the well. We've always done it this way category, which and where's that got us? No, really. So <laughs> El Salvador has a huge crime gang problem with MS-13. I've heard of them. Yeah, and you know where they came from, don't you? Um, California, basically. Oh, okay. I thought they were. Uh, I don't think they came from down there. I thought they originated and they in up here. Central America, or maybe their very yeah. first origins but when they got their start i do believe i'll have they to look it up but it was in LA. yeah they yeah. flourished in la and the prison system yes the prison system specifically yeah because yeah. they run it yeah <laughs> so when <laughs> naive took office i mean they literally do not on paper but in every other facet they run it so when naive took office he said that anyone with an ms-13 tattoo was going to prison they have tattoos on their face you know they're, yeah, they're pretty much required to be proud of their... Yeah. No no hiding or skulking. You know, yeah, they you don't care. They, your... they were like right out there killing people in front with their MS-13 tattoos on their face. They're like, fuck yeah. you, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, and then they spray graffiti somewhere bragging about it and taking credit for it. Yeah, with their... Yeah, so if a kid was underage, he still was going for 10 years. Mm. So That's the pretty impressive. A couple of years ago, okay, to 40,000-person capacity mega prison. Mm-hmm. Largest prison on earth by far. Double. The second largest is in Turkey, mm-hmm. and that's 20,000. Wow. Yeah, and Turkish prisons, we won't even go into there. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be in one. Oh, was it Midnight Run, Midnight Express? Yeah. One of those two movies. Yeah. One was a comedy, the other Midnight wasn't. Ex- Midnight Express. Run. Yeah, you know what? I don't know. I'll, yeah. I'll look it up later. The president okay to 40,000 person capacity mega prison, largest prison on earth by far. The other closest 20,000 in Turkey to house all the new inmates. Naive also said that the chicken that was used to feed the inmates was paid by tax money from all the victims' parents. So he took hmm. away all the chicken, and now the inmates only receive rice. <laughs> wow. But he's not stopping there. Oh, there's more to do. No. He, what, he's going to take away their dish network and their weight room? I'm not, <laughs> I bet they don't Here he would have to. <laughs> yeah. There they never put him in. <laughs> so now the MS-13 squad seems to be running scared. Um, anyhow, he also um, he took away all their clothing. Wow. And he said that if the parents of these thugs want to pay for their clothing, that's fine. They can have clothing. But... Again, the taxpayers are the people that these thugs killed. Right, Or right. got on drugs, or did whatever, yeah, or every, raped, every, or pillaged, or whatever. Every citizen of the country is a victim of these guys. Yeah, so, so they're not they paying for clothes for either. Nice. And like he said, if you had this piece of shit, go ahead and clothe them. Mm-hmm. All right, that's fine. I bet their parents could probably send food to them if they wanted to, if they hadn't pissed off their whole family. If, if I was them, I'd take the food and sell it. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> so anyhow, so some of them, they're running scared. Some of them are like putting on makeup to hide the facial tattoos. Some tried to hide them with other face tattoos to cover them up. Wow. And he said, we're going dangerous. to catch all of you and you're going to prison. In addition to just rice or food, the clothes are also paid for by taxpayers, which I went into. I kind of went yeah. off script here, but that's all right. I always do. That that are all the victims of these horrible gangs. And no, no more free clothing. The clothing. The prisoners do not have clothes. They even said that parents of the inmates can support the bill if they care that much, mm-hmm. which I agree 100%. It's like you want your little piece of crap that you run to have clothing? Go ahead. It's yeah. not on a, It's not on the state. We're not yeah. paying for it. All these people that you did something to someone they loved, no, or you, mm-hmm. you're not paying for it anymore. You know, El Salvador is an independent country, and they're perfectly 
within their rights to set their own standards for how yeah. they keep their prisoners yes. and what they consider to be the minimum necessary. Uh, human rights groups, I'm sure, will have a field day, but legally there's nothing that can be done. Um, not until we have a global government, you know, <laughs> each yeah. country still has their own set of rules, and you, when you're there, you got to I wish them. we could do that here, but we have um, too many fucking idiots in the way. You can't do that! Well, why not? They fucking killed and fucking got people on drugs and killed people and human trafficked people. And that's another prime example. When people say you can't, what they mean is I don't want you to. I don't to. want you to, exactly. Uh-huh. Because I can't. when they say you can't, that's a totally different subject. You know, I don't want to live in a world where someone's that fucking stupid, but I have to. Uh-huh. Yeah. So there's nothing I can do about it. I'd love to live in a world where I could leave my front door open all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's a good answer there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'd love to. But, you know, reality is that I could, but I would have really awful consequences. i got to go Mr. Hand on us. So how are we to accomplish this? Huh? Huh, Spicoli? <laughs> how are we going to accomplish this? <laughs> Let me tell you how we're going to accomplish this. By taking every thug around and throwing them in prison, not letting them see the light of day ever. That's how we're going to accomplish this. Uh, let's see. Another good choice would was be... Was that a good Mr. Hand? That was a good Mr. Hand. You're just saying that, aren't you? I knew exactly who Mr. Hand was. You did? <laughs> yeah. No, I know you knew I who he was. I was picturing him, yes. I loved him. What was his name, the actor? Um, he was also Marsh, the Martian. My favorite Martian. Mar- yeah. yeah um, Ray Walston. Yes. Ray he was Walston. so good. He was Just good. the looks on his face were yes. so good. I love Ray Walston. Yeah. He could wither you with that look. <laughs> I know. But um, I loved his. He did that dialogue, you know. Yeah. Now, do you know how we're going to achieve this? <laughs> and I'll tell you how we're going to cheat this. <laughs> you see Spicoli over there, like kind of like looking up in the air with his mouth open. Uh, <laughs> Everything's are, going right over Spicoli's head. Yeah, how head. are we going to achieve this, Mr. Hand? Let me tell you, Spicoli. <laughs> so anyhow, all right, now that I derailed this motherfucker and right. it's like Amtracked all the way off the road, here we go. We, we East Palestine ourselves. Mm, yes. uh, oh, too soon. Too soon. Too soon, yeah. too soon sorry. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Ohio. <laughs> Hell, they're they're all glowing now. Anyway. We're the least yeah, they're concerned. Really. Who said what? Oh, oh, fuck them. Who cares? Growing extra heads and limbs. So, uh, Christopher, I know you're up on everything. Okay. What do you think of the new Palm Pay by Amazon? Wow, is that where you have to give a hand job in order to get your Amazon mm-hmm. package? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, you reach your palm out there and go, See, it's my palm. Give me my... Well, I don't think I want to do that. <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Well, so what? what is palm pay? Well, palm pay is uh, you pay with the wave of your hand. It, it's a new thing. It's part of this whole thing called uh, Amazon One, mm-hmm. which is alternative ways to pay. Okay. Okay, like you can pay with your watch. And they're speculating mm-hmm. like they're going to start doing iRetina. Yeah. Where you just walk in and just fucking look at something. With, mm-hmm. So basically, what the, here is what I read, what they wanted to do. Now, with, uh, with this article came a whole bunch of baggage that I didn't want to get into. Mm-hmm. And this was the best article that I could get. But here's what I gather. And if I'm a little bit off on this, then so be it. Okay. But, okay. What Amazon wants you to do is their physical stores. They're going to start having physical stores specifically in airports. Mm-hmm. So they have these Amazon stores, and I have seen some of them. I think there's one up in Logan and Boston, and there's one uh, um, Minneapolis, maybe. Okay. Uh, and in, oh well, if I'm wrong, I don't know. But there's a couple of them out there. Yeah, they'll put and, them in major hubs to start with. Yes, and they just have Amazon on the front of it, and then you go in there, and it's like an if you go on Amazon, yeah. it's like, hey, these things are on special here. Look, look at these new tote bags. Look at this glow-in-the-dark underwear. You know, whatever. <clears throat> so, yeah. what they want to do? Things you can take on the airplane. Exactly. <laughs> so you're in a hurry, okay? And let's say they have one in Las Vegas, which I don't think they do. Yeah. But yeah. let's say they have one in Las Vegas International, and you're like, oh shit, man, I got like ten minutes to catch my flight, but I need a pair of earbuds. You run in there, you grab your earbuds, you wave your hand up in the air, uh-huh. and that's it. It's taken care of. I've heard of something similar to this, that it was uh, another type of store where they had scanning devices in it that when you walked in, you would yes. register with the yes. store. Uh-huh. So when you walked in, it knew who you were. And mm-hmm. then as you walked around picking up items and putting them in your basket, it would scan and recognize those items as mm-hmm. you were shopping. 
So when you were all done, you just walk out the store with them, and it charges you for what it believes you have in your cart. Yes, and I think it was a tech store at first. It started yeah. with a tech store, and then it went into other things. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was. It was almost like a... What was that one uh, store? Uh, shit. That one tech store that was really big for a long time. Sharper Image. Sharper Image. Yeah. Yeah. It was like that. I think it yeah. started out like that, and I mm-hmm. think... Uh, now I think it's all online. Yeah, and at the time people thought, wow, this is cool, but it should have been recognized for what it was, is mm-hmm. a test run. Yeah. And because it has the handicap of people have to register in advance, give all their personal information, put all their payment information on file, get verified. Uh-huh. Your way that you're talking about is anybody can walk in and it'll scan you for some sort of ID or chip, yes. chip on you or something. Yeah. And well, what it is is, okay, way. this is some of what I didn't want to get into because it's two pages on their contraptions yeah. on how they work. They have this little feature thing of where it reads your palm. Hmm. They send it to you. you it reads so your it reads palm. a palm print. Yes, and, and then you send it back. Then it goes somewhere else. Maybe it doesn't even go back to the store. It goes to another one. Like They're like, okay, well, take it down wow. to the, US, you, the, USP, uh, the USP store. You no, know that, UPS store. That's actually pretty smart because palm prints are as unique as fingerprints. Yes. And what's visible when you're reaching for an item? Your hand. Yes. Your open palm. So mm-hmm. as you reach for every item, it scans and re-verifies that's you. That's yes. A, that's brilliant. It is. That really is smart. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, first thing I thought of is I'm not going to walk into one of those stores in no, case I get accidentally charged. Me too. You know, if their system well, if you reach for something mistake, and you didn't take it, uh-huh. they don't have to refund you shit. They go, no, we, nope. we think you took it. Yep, yep. It's like the self-checkouts at the grocery store. If there's a mistake in your checkout, the store is going to be, well, you did it yourself. It's your fault. We're not we're not refunding you anything. Yeah. But what, uh, my, my hamburger run, it ran, rung up three times. Well, no, you, that's you must bad. have run it through three times or maybe you bought three of them. Yeah, yeah. This the store is going to be the same way. Where if any mistake happens in their favor, you're shit out of luck. Yes. So yeah, if you, I mean, walking into a store is now going to be pretty much just like signing the end user licensing agreement. Yeah. Just walking into the store yep. is going to mean, all right, you're fair game. We get to charge you. Well, another thing oh, is, well. is um, I read this article, and it also went into how like. Um, um, is it AX, 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 uh, Axis or Ticketmaster or probably AXS, both? yeah. AXS, yeah. That's a TV channel. It, it's also a TV channel, yeah. AXS. Um, they both promote concerts yeah. and also sell tickets. Um, so I think it might have been Ticketmaster is looking into this mm-hmm. according to this article or they think that they're looking into this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something similar to that to where... Like you put your palm up and it tells the guy with his reader, mm-hmm. according to your palm, where your ticket is. And then to get into the venue, the same thing. You go in there, you palm. And it also helps people realize, like, let's say something goes on there. Like there's a big incident. Yeah. They know who all is in there. Yeah. Yeah, like the roof collapses. They've got a list of everybody yeah, who is in right attendance. Yeah, because right now, someone could buy tickets for you online. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be you. Yeah. So That'll cut down on scalping, too. That was the other thing I was going to go into. Yeah. That's going to ruin the scalping industry. It will. And I think that that's the original. If that's that their number one idea right. right there. And, you know, if that ticket is forever tied to that one individual, there's no chance of resale ever. No, that's, that's what they want. That's the way the promoters want it. Because every time it gets resold, they don't get any money out of that. No, they don't want that. They want everything yeah. sold from that one standard area. Mm-hmm. And that would be Ticketmaster or whoever is selling the ticket. And best possible scenario for them is if you can't go, then you just don't go. You just and don't the go, yeah. the seat is empty. Yeah. They don't, they don't want care. you selling it to somebody else. They miss out on a couple of beers, but they don't miss out on that three times it being mm-hmm. sold. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. Hey, sure. Produce a sound similar to a fart, but only once. Such that you cannot reproduce it and prove that it was just the chair. Oh, oh shit. shit, what's, what's that, that over there? there? Oh, oh no. no. It's, it's an island, island of horrible, horrible jokes. jokes. Ugh. <laughs>
never find that doctor that screwed up my limb replacement surgery. I will kill him with my bare hands. <laughs> To douchebagsandmicrophone.net, you're one stop for douchebaggery. You want to write us? You want to say something to us? You want to look for a live button? When we go live, you can call in. All of this stuff is right there for your ear holes and eye holes. You got it, chumps. It's all yours. To douchebagsandmicrophone.net is up and running. Hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. I'm Mark. And I'm Topher. All right. We're you so know, very happy you joined us today. Yes, we are. Um, <laughs> were, were, we, uh, were we still going to go on about, like, uh, Ticketmaster and all that, or did you want to go to another subject? Um, how did we get there? I can't remember. Um, it was with the new Palm technology mm-hmm. from Amazon, and we're talking about how you go into an Amazon yeah. store, specifically in airports, is where they're targeting at first, and then they'll probably go to malls. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd already... Uh, said everything I wanted to, to bring up okay. in, in that spot. It made me think of something else. Oh, That was yeah. a different subject, but... Uh, well, floor is yours. All right. Um, in a, a recent podcast, I mentioned uh, a video game called Skyrim, uh, where they had AI and the... I got the X-rated one, Skyrim Job. Oh, Oh, my God. I cannot, I really don't want to go into what happened to me, <laughs> but I'm still going through therapy. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Yes, yeah. Anyway, a similar game. I heard Robbie likes Skyrim job. That's what I heard. <laughs> the similar game called Fallout 4 is uh, really popular as well. Uh, there's a lot of... It's, a, it's also an open world game. It's set in a post-nuclear apocalypse. Um, there is a ton of dialogue, but not a whole lot of role-playing that can be done during the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, a recent mod for the game though came out uh, this is only for the PC version because the uh, like the game consoles don't have the capacity to handle something like this uh, what they've done is they've added an enormous amount of new dialogue options okay uh, in the game when you want to talk to somebody you walk up and you click on them and you greet them and then a whole list of dialogue options appears there's usually like three you know, and okay. then depending on the one you use, the the person responds in a certain way. And these have all been pre-recorded with voice actors. It's part of the game, and you know, if you play the game three or four times, you've heard pretty much every line everybody has to say. It gets pretty tiresome. Mm-hmm. But what this mod did is it used a, a what's called Prime Voice AI. It's an artificial intelligence voice creator, and it listened to the voices in the game. And then do, replicated them, and all you have to do is type in new dialogue, and this voice AI spits it out exactly in the same voice as the original voice actor did. It's indistinguishable. Wow! Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So this this got me thinking: voice actors are going to go out of business because all they have to do is record your voice saying a certain amount, and they can replicate it perfectly. And they can have you saying things you never said before, and it'll sound exactly like you. Do you know all the stuff that's going to be on the internet now? <laughs> So-and-so said that he loved Hitler, and he wants to be a neo-Nazi or whatever, and then they never said that. Well, Someone just took and used their yeah. voice. And Well, it's used as part of the deep fake. The uh, deep fake, Where yeah. they have a video that's put together by an AI using you know, video or existing video stills and then sound capture of the person's voice and it replicates and it really sounds like that person is saying that and mm-hmm. then the video oh, looks deep like fake they has are been around that. a few yeah. years and I tell you what you can really whenever you see mm-hmm. anything like that it makes you always wonder mm-hmm. you know if someone was like really blatant and then I bet a lot of people get set up like that too yeah but the, it was it was Interesting, yet somehow chilling to see that it is so accessible now that for entertainment purposes, just some person who decided to modify this game mm-hmm. was able to access it and create hundreds of hours of new spoken dialogue without correct? using a single human being. Wow. Yeah, and it exactly sounds like every character in that game. That guy's going to be a millionaire, too. Oh, 
It's amazing Jeez, stuff. That is. So, and you know, the opportunity to, like, you can resurrect long dead movie stars. And they can... Like, uh, let's say you could have uh, Humphrey Bogart mm-hmm. uh, selling mm-hmm. um, chicken wings. Oh, yeah. Yep. Just like... Uh, well, how about this? Hey, here's looking at you, kid. How about a nice chicken wing? Yeah, I don't Was that him? I don't know. Who knows? David Grohl and Chris, Chris Novoselic can uh-huh. get back together and write new songs for Nirvana huh. and have Kurt Cobain sing them you using see, this AI voice I creator. would... I would adore that. Isn't that amazing I to think of? I want to see what Jimi Hendrix does next. And I, I think well, Dave... Well, the guitar, but no. I think Dave Grohl and Chris Novoselic have control of Cobain's estate because they knew if Courtney Love had it, she would blow it all on drugs. Yes. And probably kill herself and her daughter in the yeah, process. They, yeah, they did. It's kind of like the opposite of what's going on with Soundgarden. Yeah. Where... Uh, um, Cornell's widow was like suing him and getting all this stuff where like, I think, isn't it the opposite... Of um, like they're suing Courtney Love to try to get her off of everything and out of everything. Yeah, I think he left it to her, but then the bandmates took her to court and said, you know, she needs a guardian and a conservator because she can't handle it. Yes. If you have ever seen the movie Casino, where Sharon Stone is this out of control, you know, that's what Courtney Love would have wound up, <laughs> you know, dying yeah. in some random hotel room hallway. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But uh, whoever owns the musical rights. I mean, they could have him singing existing songs, but who would have the rights to replicate his voice on a brand new project? <coughs> Wouldn't it have to be Courtney? I don't know. Who's, could it be Francis Bean? I don't his think daughter? there is. I don't think there's a law for this. I don't think anyone's thought about this. Who, is unprecedented, and it's who, going to take those first lawsuits to do it. Whoever comes up with it first, let's say that someone wanted. Uh, let me think of an old singer, Elvis. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, it wouldn't be Priscilla, I wouldn't think. They're, they were divorced mm-hmm. before he died. Lisa Marie's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Prince. That's a better example, because they still don't know who his estate's going to go to. Mm-hmm. And, like, his, like, third, you know, his fucking, what is it, half-sister from something or other or whatever, and... She's like a crackhead or something, and they don't want to give the estate to her, so they're tying it up, I thought. Or, wasn't it something like that? Or, I can't I remember. Know. Oh, well, anyhow. So that's very interesting. I don't think they have a law yet to assign that kind of rights, recreational so rights. So it's going to take that first person or mm-hmm. group to do it. And then we're going to have that become a thing where people yeah. will assign rights to somebody to duplicate their their likeness, their sound, their motion, whatever, and then we're going to get court cases trying to figure out who retroactively owns the rights for all these they people need to hurry who, up and do who this died before this was a thing. I want to hear more Queen. Yeah, imagine that. With Freddie Mercury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They, they could do this for guitarists. Uh, you could have a computer or a, an AI analyze the way a person plays guitar, like... Uh, now Steve, you're talking about Steve language. Clark from Def Leppard. Yeah, is dead. Mm-hmm. But uh, the some uh, an AI could analyze the way he plays guitar. Def Leppard could write a guitar part for him. The AI would play it the way Steve would have played it. I'd like that. Yeah. But or how about who Jimi do they Hendrix? have to pay in order to do that? Jimi Hendrix, another one. I mean, I'm sure mm-hmm. he has like Ken somewhere, but I mean. A lot of this stuff is really it's so groundbreaking mm-hmm. that it could go any way. But think about this. Robin, was it Robin Ford? Somebody Robin Ford, Robin Trower. One of them started out as a Jimi Hendrix impersonator. Robin Trower? No, I think it was Robin Ford. Anyway, I don't know. No, Robin Trower is a guitarist, but yeah, uh, he in his did own right. not. Yeah. Anyway, there was a Jimi Hendrix impersonator. He's more of a rhythm. Trower's kind of a rhythm guy. I mean, he's good, but I mean, you know. Bridge of size. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> so there was a guitar player who was a Jimi Hendrix impersonator, and he studied Jimi Hendrix, and he replicated all the recordings of Jimi Hendrix as well as he could, and then he went out and impersonated Hendrix in a, like a tribute band I'm kind not of sure thing. if I know who that was. And uh, maybe it was Randy somebody. I didn't remember his name. Oh, well. But uh, what he did was he used his human mind to listen, interpret, learn, and then recreate. So he didn't have to pay... No. Anything except the regular royalties for replaying one of Hendrix's songs. 
and I would have had to pay the same royalties for me trying to play it and butchering it badly. But he was recreating Hendrix just with his own skill. You know, I've, I've been to a lot of... I, but that was perfectly fine. You didn't have to pay anybody. So what, is it possible, let me make this point, is it possible that that could be a sticking point for anybody getting paid ever? It's like, no, this isn't you. This is our interpretation of what you might sound like, like if this. you did this, which you haven't done. But It's, uh, it's going to be tried. Yeah. And that first groundbreaking one is going to be 20 years of litigation back and forth. <laughs> and it's going to be like, oh, nope, 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 uh, uh, I'm going, they're going to go protest and do mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, and do an appeal. And then the appeal's going to do another appeal. And it's going to be, this thing here is like 30 years off from actually being able to hit the market. And the big reason for it being tied up in litigation isn't whether it's right or wrong or whether we should or shouldn't. It's who gets what share of the money. Bingo. That's the only thing that's going to be let any me, issue at all in the court system is that. Let me put it like this. <laughs> Let's say Soundgarden wants to come up with new music, and they have three original members alive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, Chris Cornell wrote a lot of the music, but the rest of them did too. Kim Thal and all those guys wrote great music, mm-hmm. and they were all a part of the writing process. So mm-hmm. three quarters of it is still intact. Mm-hmm. except for Cornell's voice and the influence that he had on the music, which was probably quite a bit, but yeah. still. He could probably come up with some really good music that sounds just like their other music mm-hmm. using this technology. Vicky and the Vicky Cornell, his widow, and uh, the band hate each other. Vicky has been nonstop suing them for a long time, and they're counter-suing. And, and at, well, at least one sticking point is she blames the band for his death. Yes, and the thing is, is I. If there's that much question about it, then why did she let him go out on tour? Yeah, that's that's kind of thing. Is she she thinks that doing that tour, there's no way he was going to come home alive from it, so she didn't want him to, and she's blaming the band for giving like him I the said, opportunity. I was at that concert at Starlight Theater in Kansas mm-hmm. City, here in Kansas City, um, three days before he killed himself in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And I looked at Val, and he sang two hours, like a fucking 20-year-old. Mm-hmm. And I looked at her, and this is the first leg of the tour. This like, like might have been the eighth show, mm-hmm. eighth or ninth. And I said, there's no fucking way him being mid-50s is he going to be able to finish this tour singing like that. I said, it's physically not possible. <clears throat> and I think that was his idea, is he was going to go balls out for as long as he could. Yeah, and as and soon then, as he couldn't, he, that was when that he was, was going to end his yeah. life. And I think it might have been Detroit mm-hmm. where he couldn't go balls out and he just like that was it. Yeah. But so he, he made I think he made that decision not to come home from and that. And another tour thing alive. is looking at it, he was showing signs of relief at Starlight. He wasn't uptight, he wasn't weird or odd. That means he made a decision. Yes, he made a decision. He was at peace with himself because he'd already decided and he that, had a plan. That's what he's going to do, yes. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a big warning sign to look for yeah, somebody who exhibited suicidal uh, ideas or thoughts. This is too sentimental because he used to come here every summer. He said this on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, his uh, grandparents lived here. Oh, wait. Yeah, and his dad worked at the Cadillac store. So I forgot. There's some. We used to build some sort of a automobile here besides like Ford and Chevy, you know, the GM plant and the yeah. Ford plants that we have here. And um, he's talking about going over the Broadway Bridge. He said, I always knew yeah. it was Kansas City. We'd go over that bridge. He said, I thought that bridge was so neat and all this stuff. It is a pretty cool bridge. Yeah, so I think he didn't do it here out of sentimental stuff. Yeah. So, and I remember thinking, God, what a big world it is to where this kid from Seattle. Yeah. Used to come here every year, and he is very familiar with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, but um, I didn't catch on till later. But he was just like he was relieved. He was having the time of his life, screaming it out, fucking, you know, getting people riled up, you know, just doing the concert stuff that I'd never seen him do before. I've seen him solo in Soundgarden several times before, and he never had that free flow. That just like whatever, come on, man. So. Yeah. yeah, kind of that euphoria glow of he'd made the decision. He made the decision. And he was at he peace was at, with it. Yeah. yeah, and so he's kind of riding that brief high. And, and therefore comes the singing like he did. Yeah. So, but anyhow, yeah, something like that I could see some problems with. Mm-hmm. And then some other people that like all this being, all these bands that's tied up in litigation constantly, 
they're probably never going to see light of day because of the nature of it. Now, the ones where there's not that much of a uh, opposition yeah. or people with their hands in the cookie jar, that might happen all day long. We have the technology currently to have uh, a computer render real-time 3D video of mm-hmm. somebody, anybody, or, and make it look like it really is that person. We now have the AI voice capabilities that you can have that person say anything in that person's voice. And we also have chatbot chat technology to where you can imitate a personality with a chatbot artificial intelligence. So how far are we from creating like a virtual Chris Cornell? And when you get into the studio, you turn on the monitor and there's your virtual Chris Cornell and you talk with him, you interact with him, you jam with him, he comes up with some new ideas and licks. And it's all artificial intelligence based on what they know of the person. I don't know we'll, if uh, we'll be alive enough, long enough to see that technology, but I don't know. Lot, I would lot, love to see that technology. A lot of the strides are already there. Is you could resurrect a person, a dead person, as a virtual version of themselves, or, of course, since Americans and well humans in general porn everything up, <laughs> you could have a virtual porn version of whatever celebrity or person you're daydreaming of. Oh, that's coming. Of. That's coming. But they're yeah. going to act like that's and not where they wanted to go. And act and sound exactly like the real thing. They're going to act like that's not where they wanted to go. They're going to go, well, yeah. what, guys, come on. <laughs> and then but you also, know humans are going to porn it up. They, they porn up everything do. they get their hands on. So You're, you're right on that. That's yeah. what they do. Um, I just texted my friend Sandor. It's going to be off work here in about uh-huh. 10 minutes, and I'm going to try to get him to come on the show. We'll see. Right. Told him to give me a call. So we'll see if he does. Hopefully he doesn't chicken out. Yeah. Uh, you got something you want to go into? or um, got some? Uh... Yeah, I, uh, uh, just here is a, an interesting thing. Uh, I was considering about uh, the Russian Revolution, and I'm not going to get all into heavy historical facts or anything here, but uh, um, in 1917, the Russian Revolution happened and Tsar Nicholas II was overthrown and he and his family were killed and Mm -hmm. the Soviet Union started at that point. Yes. Uh, The Romanov family had been in power for 300 years. the Russian Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things was, as soon as Tsar Nicholas got into power, um, he started um, just brutal oppression of any of his rivals or political enemies. Mm-hmm. Uh, people were going into prisons, people were being tortured and beheaded, um, people were being starved during a famine. He had soldiers fire on women and children who were just hungry and showing up at the uh, the imperial palace wanting food. Uh-huh. So he was kind of getting Im- unpopular. Um, he lost the war to Japan in 1905. That wasn't very popular. There's the whole Rasputin thing where his wife was carrying on with this um, supposed monk, but he's some kind of mystical figure. He was basically a cult leader trying to get a cult. Oh, yeah. Yep. But uh, one of the things that made a big deal was the Industrial Revolution. Um about 1860 or thereabouts, while the United States was going through a civil war, the rest of the world was going through this big industrial revolution unfettered, where machines were taking the place of human labor. Um, so people had to move into the cities to do all these factory jobs and machine jobs, etc. Yeah. And trains became a lot more reliable, a lot more plentiful, a lot cheaper. Mm-hmm. So prior to that... The peasants out on the Russian steppes, all they knew of their czar uh-huh. was he was this mystical figure uh, in, imbued by God with with these great powers, and he was you know nearly godlike himself, and he ran the country. Uh, by the time that that czar died in 1894, a lot up there, what they saw was a botched embalming. Whoever embalmed the uh, czar's body 
screwed it up big time. And they only had one shot. So the body of the czar was rotting, oh, stank like roadkill, and was actually turning green. Mm. And that's the body they put in the big fancy casket and paraded all over the streets of Moscow in the big fancy carriage. I remember that story, actually. Uh, uh, and lying in state in the church for days. He stank uh, like... I mean, people didn't weren't very clean back then, but even that was just more yeah, than they could I mean, bear. There's body odor and then uh-huh. there's dead body odor. Yeah. So tens of thousands of people got to see their revered beloved leader as a rotting corpse. And all of a sudden the magic spell was broken. These aren't great, wonderful people touched by God. These are just people. And if they can be czar, why can't I be czar? And it really destroyed the illusion of this selected, you know, chosen by God monarchy. Okay, uh, Sandor's not going to call in. He has water line repairs to do, so I guess it's right. probably not even at work. So, okay. Um, you know, uh, the other day is. Are you done, or you got? I was just thinking that if they had, if they hadn't botched the embalming, uh huh, that might have delayed the Russian Revolution by I don't know five years, ten years, and that would have made a huge difference in Hitler's rise to power. Because having the Russians back out of World War One was a big deal. Yeah. And they backed out because of the revolution. That's a good point. Yeah. Yep. So without that, um, things could have been massively different. Yeah, could have been. Who knows? Just a one botched embalming, and it toppled the Romanov Empire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Funny. Wow. Um, you want to do a lighter note? Sure. Okay. I was thinking the other day, like, you know, you ever, like, been forced to give someone a gift even though you didn't care for them? Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. And it's like, you got to do it because, look, uh, everyone else is. And I know they kind of get been a dick to you, but it's the right thing to do. So just sack up and be a man and get them a gift. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have an answer to some of that. And these are here. gifts that for people that you hate or don't like very well. Oh, that's excellent. So it satisfies the social requirement of giving a gift. Yes, yes. But you can still give them a, 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 a fuck you in the end. Yes. <laughs> yep. This is good. Yeah. Well, my number one one, and this is one of the worst gifts I could ever think of. Mm-hmm. Remember that group Hanson? Oh, yeah, yeah. Give someone their box set. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> hey, Topher. Yeah. Got your gift. Oh, excellent. Yeah, here, here, open it up. It, it's Hanson? Yeah. What, you don't like Hanson? <laughs> It'd be the, the <laughs> let's make a deal clunker music. My first impulse was like give it to him on something like 8-track, but then they'd have an excuse to throw it away because nobody uh, can I don't play have an 8-track. Track, yeah. Yeah. No, give them to them in a format that they can play so they have no excuse yeah, or like, even if they're younger in MP3. Yeah, I dare you to hurt my feelings by refusing my horrible, horrible yeah, gift. Yeah, and then they got to fake it. They got to go, hey, uh, that thanks, is so uh, good. But anyone won't, they won't come out and just like, oh, I love him. They'll go, oh, I never knew what happened to him. Yeah, well, thank you. They're not going to go, oh, my God, I love Hanson. They're going to go, thanks, man. Uh, did they have that one song, uh, uh, um bop or blap blop or beep bop or mat bop? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Bibi Bopper. Yeah, Bibi Bop. Thanks, Mark. Motherfucker, <laughs> son of a bitch, fucking asshole. Anyway, your fucking birthday rolls around. All right, all right man, I'm going to go home and play this. No, I'm not. <laughs> so, anyhow. So, okay. The next one is something I actually saw on TV. All it's right. true. You can look it up. A book of poetry for fish. Oh. They say it makes you're your koi to, and... You're supposed and, to read this to the fish. Yes. Oh. Your koi and your goldfish <laughs> with better colors and bigger and more vibrant. So let's say your goldfish are just kind of like, you know, you go out to your koi pond and they're just like sitting there looking around, kind of dumb. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. You read them this poetry and they're like going, hey, hey boss, what's up, man? Hey, we're just here being fish. We got this little fish beach ball. We got a little little fucking gnat here you know it's a fucking everything's great because you guys read us some poetry 
I have a good one. Yeah. Give them a book entitled Dealing with Your Terminal Illness. And when they look at you funny, you say, oh, didn't your doctor call yet? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Just a joke. <laughs> yeah. I got to go. What was that? Oh, I got to go. <laughs> My Bluetooth. <laughs> I like that one a lot. <laughs> That's kind of like when you're at a big party. Just walk up to somebody at random and say, you know, I don't care what anyone else says. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> and, and then I'd reply they don't just say that about you those son of a bitches and I was agreeing with them <laughs> I love that um, next one mm. gift certificate for kale oh. <laughs> now that's how you really show someone you hate them you know, you pretty much have to redeem yes. those because just having them puts you on the terrorist list. I heard Robbie loves kale. Yeah, I'll yeah, bet he does. Yeah. Robbie, I love you. <laughs> now, always remember, Robbie loves to see naked men. So if you're a naked man, send him a picture. Look him up on my, on my look him up on my on Facebook. Your, on his Facebook friends. Throw his inbox full of naked pictures. <laughs> Ass up. Soon to no longer be your face friend. Yeah, Facebook probably. Friend. <laughs> He's got to be used to this. All I used to do was screw with him. Yeah. <laughs> so anyhow, I uh, I used to work with a guy who uh, he played a joke on his friend by uh, enlisting him. He he called up one of those magazines and, and gave him his friend's number mm-hmm. for the swingers list, <laughs> and he put down as the guy's uh, uh, specialties is he liked to. Uh, have anal sex while people watched (laughs) and this guy was getting phone calls (laughs) he said there's this one Asian guy kept calling him up in broken English trying to get him me do do you ask me do do ask me do you ask (laughs) and another guy who was a truck driver said I'm you know me and my old lady are coming through Kansas City next week and I'd like wonder if you'd want to do my wife while I watch. <laughs> He's like, "Where the hell are you get my number?" <laughs> oh, that wouldn't work anymore with no. all the call blocking and no. Uh, but my god, <laughs> the cruelty we used to. Yeah. I mean, these were our friends that we did this to. I know. <laughs> Imagine I know. if we didn't like you. Oh man. <laughs> Well, I told you I used to, you know, I'd send the playgirl this before, you know, being, especially being a teacher, but I sent the playgirl to the neighbors with the wrong address in his name. That's genius. It is. That is genius. Because then they get it and they're like, oh my God, we'll let, we'll just call him Mr. Golfenstein. Okay. Mr. Did you see this? This is sent to Mr. Golfenstein, but they had the address a little bit wrong because his neighbors to where... Neighbors, oh. so it was like one number off. Yeah, in the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was to uh, Mr. Golfenstein, oh, teacher, sent to his neighbor one number off. So when they got it, I'm pretty sure mm. they didn't run it over to him. Yeah, they're just a secret iggy about him. Like, going, hey, Mr. Golfenstein, you know, he gets at his house. They they've been sending it to us. You know, it wasn't that long ago that if a public school teacher had a subscription to Playboy, they would get fired. I mean, that hasn't been all that. That was like maybe 40, 50 you know, years if they ago. they caught him, you know what? If the people didn't like him, they probably could have got him fired. Uh-huh. I bet you they could have. That would have been enough. No, you know, no I know. An uh, immoral attitude. This or, wasn't meant to get him fired. It was meant to embarrass him. Yeah. And, you know, as a kid, but he was a real son of a bitch. And, but isn't that funny that at a certain point it's a joke, but prior to that, it's a fireable offense. I know, I know, and yeah, it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense yeah. in today's society. It's like, really? Yeah. It's like, why would they care what he did? You know, he wasn't touching kids. Mm-hmm. That's the thing where people, well, like really narrow-minded people go, well, they're geared to like men. Yeah, men, not little boys. Mm. You know, just like we're geared to like women, not little girls. Yeah, there is there is nothing hetero or homosexual about pedophiles. No, and that's where people pedophilia like, has used to get their grandstand from and be uh-huh. like, well, uh, they're already like boys. 
Uh, okay. Well, it's just like rape has nothing to do with sex. Yeah. It's a physical attack. Mm-hmm. Pedophilia is a physical attack. It has yes. nothing to do with sex or yeah. or gender preference. Well, here's what gets it's, me is... Uh, pedophiles hunt within either their own gender or the other gender. Why, why, but no, there's why no, didn't they go after swingers then? See, there's no sexual... See? There's nothing sexual involved. No, I They know. are a predator hunting prey. Mm-hmm. So... No, yeah, no, confusing no, confusing anything you know, that that's where the, the term sexual assault needs to go away. Yeah. Because I agree. there's nothing having to do with sex. Uh, you could call it something else. Capital assault or something. I don't or know. Or just make up a term for it or something. Yeah. But yeah, quit associating any of that with sexual desire because that's true. that there's none involved there. That's true. All right, I'm gonna get back online here. Okay, okay. Bag of sawdust. Mm. Uh, just, what do you do with a bag of sawdust? Absolutely nothing, yeah. except throw it away. <laughs> bag of sawdust. It gets a point across if you yeah. think about it. Like, oh, hey, what do you get? What? <laughs> well, I guess it could be a fiber supplement. You know? Oh, yeah. Don't look at the... Um, you put it in as a food stretcher. I don't know, you know, because they do it. They used to do it. I don't know if they still do. They used yeah. to do it in hamburger. They were uh, they were permitted to throw in sawdust and something else. I forgot mm-hmm. what else. But anyhow, uh, Taco Bell for many years put uh, oatmeal in their meat and called it a seasoning yeah. instead of a filler. Mm-hmm. So that's how they got away with saying zero filler, one hundred percent ground beef. Yeah, because now they, they called don't it do that seasoning. anymore. <laughs> and, and another little secret is is they ground that they ground oatmeal up to make it fit the hamburger profile too. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, another one, Southwest Air Voucher. <laughs> good one Enjoy. For were you were you not going to make it to? Yes. Then the second one right next to it is American Airline Voucher. Yeah. Hey, enjoy wherever you're not going to. Good luck. And nice to see you. <laughs> The next one, bag of Brussels sprouts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I want you to eat these horrible little fucking round things and then fart your ass off. I actually did come up with another good valuable use for Brussels sprouts. What is it? Uh, slingshot ammo. Okay. You know, I'd rather get hit by a rock than with a Brussels sprout. Because a rock just hurts. Brussels sprout's going to hurt and then stank. <laughs> 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 yep, I like that. <laughs> Next one. Okay. Raiders flag. <laughs> Speaking of pedophiles, uh, Raiders flags <laughs> are very popular among uh, pedophiles and ice cream truck vendors, which are also pedophiles. Oh, oh the same thing, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can totally believe that. Yep. I've heard the Raiders flag is the number one decoration used in prison conjugal visits. <laughs> to wipe up. <laughs> Give me a Raiders flag. I gotta wipe my dick off. I need to get your ass off of my dick. Really? On. You want to wipe your dick with a Raiders flag? Why don't oh, you? Why don't you use some poison ivy? The last ivy time instead? I'm fucking you in the ass. That's it. It's over. <laughs> but 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 Reggie, shut up. <laughs> so anyhow. Um, let's see, where was it? Okay, Raiders Lane. An MP3 of hours of dentist drill sounds. <laughs> or, if they're over 50, a CD. Yeah. And label it sleep. Yeah, sleep. <laughs> Here you go. Hey, hey, Topher. All aware of the Amber Alert, right? Well, get rid of your disinfectants and rubber bedspreads, kids. It's the all-new Amber Herd Alert System. This fantastic early warning device helps one stay dry and rid of all those annoying mattress invoices. Simply hook up to child under six or psychopath and wait for the running water sound. This clever machine has three distinct settings, Babbling Brook, Ocean Waves, and Roaring River for those close calls. Order today and get a free Cinnabon Renewsit cartridge. Two ass bags and a box of Cheez-Its will be right back. Oh, oh shit. shit. What's, What's that, that over there? there? 
Oh, no. This, this island, island of horrible, horrible jokes. jokes. I asked my date to meet me at the gym. She didn't show Dennis up. Dennis Grill sounds. I guess we're not going to Or, if out. they're over 50, a CD. And label it sleep. Yeah, sleep. <laughs> Here you go. Hey, hey, Topher. <coughs> Topher. I'm getting all choked up. Hey, here, I got something for you. Oh, what is it? It's a CD of uh, Dennis Drill Sounds. Oh, thank you, I guess. Uh... I'm, I, no need to make a big deal. You're welcome. Tell me when he's not looking. I'm throwing away. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? what did, I, I missed that. What'd you say? Um, okay, next one. Free vacation to East Palestine, Ohio. <laughs> Via Amtrak. Yeah. Too soon? No, not anymore. No, no, no. It was at the beginning of the podcast. No, no, I've done it like five times now. Now we cool. We cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It good. It good. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, <clears throat> your subscription to Deuce, Deuce, Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast. <laughs> That yeah, was the capper right there. That's there just like a yeah. We'll also include the transcript. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you can wallpaper your room with it. Yeah, but well, well, coincidentally, we do now have a transcript. So you can yeah. read how horrible we are, so you don't have to listen to us. You can go, yeah. oh my God, look at this. Look at the first five sentences. No, I'm not waiting. From, From the, the makers, makers of Who Bit My Asshole Board Game and Balloon Art with Boss Sacks Video Series, it's two douchebags in a microphone action figures. Act now, now and get, get a free bag of flaming hot Cheetos, a bottle of antibiotics, and three free mullets. That's right, dress your douchebag up and send them off to horrible scenarios all day long. Order soon and get a free at-home tape piercing kit. That's right, free home tape piercing kit, new from Chisbro. Two douchebags and microphone.net, your one stop for douchebaggery. You want to write us? You want to say something to us? You want to look for a live button? When we go live, you can call in. All of this stuff is right there for your ear holes and eye holes. You got it, chumps. It's all yours. Two douchebags and microphone.net is up and running. Hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe Hey, where'd everybody go? We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.